Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Hi, folks. In the last couple of days, I shared a little bit out of Deuteronomy, I think the sixth chapter. I want to share a little bit more out of Deuteronomy. I can't even hardly say the word Deuteronomy, chapter 29 and chapter 30. And we'll talk a little bit about some of the scripture and read some of the scripture. And I know sometimes Deuteronomy gets left behind, and I don't want to do that because we need to know God's complete truth. And I hope you're having a great day. Thank you for letting me share with you today. Thank you for listening. I know you could be doing many other things, but you chose to listen to the radio today, and I so thank you for that. Well, anyway, Moses reminds the people of God's hand, and let's listen to chapter 29, verse 2 through 6. Moses summoned all the Israelites and said to them, Your eyes have seen all the Lord did in Egypt and Pharaoh to all his officials and all his land. With your own eyes you saw these great trials, those signs and great wonders. But to this day the Lord has not given you a mind that understands or eyes that see or ears that hear. Yet the Lord says, During the forty years that I led you through the wilderness, your clothes did not wear out, nor did your sandals on your feet. You ate no bread and drank no wine or other fermented drink. I did this so that you might know that I am the Lord your God. Folks, did you happen to hear that by chance? Did you happen to hear that? He reminds them that they watched what God had done for them. They seen over and over again the hand of the Almighty. But yet, where was their faith? Wandering around, can you imagine this, folks, for 40 years, and their clothes and their sandals didn't wear out? Some of you probably go shopping every month. And I have some clothes from several years ago, but 40 years we can't even fathom such a thing. Our Heavenly Father, help us to understand the Word of God. Help our minds to understand the importance of reflecting on you. Give us the strength. Give us the peace we need as we live each and every day. Give us wisdom and understanding, and may we live by your holy word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So many times we, like the people of Israel, do not see the hand of God that works in our lives. We get so busy going and doing that we don't take a step back and look at the incredible blessings God has provided us. One of the greatest blessings we have is living in the United States of America. And so many times we don't even think about that. All you need to do is travel around the world into third world countries and you will understand how blessed you are. What will it take to trust God? A blow to the head, uh, circumstances that you can't control? Let's get ahead of the deal. Let's trust God now. What do you think about this idea? We see miracles. We recognize his power. But is it enough to desire to have a changed life? God restores a nation when it takes him to heart. God restores a nation when it takes him to heart. Listen to Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 1 through 5. When all these blessings and curses I have set before you come on you, and you take them to heart wherever the Lord your God disperses you among the nations, and when you and your children return to the Lord your God and obey him with all your heart and with all your soul according to everything I command you to do, 
uh, today, then the Lord your God will restore your fortunes and have compassion on you and gather you again from all the nations where he scattered you. Even if you have been banished to the most distant land under the heavens, from there the Lord your God will gather you and bring you back. He will bring you to the land that belonged to your ancestors, and you will take possession of it. He will make you more prosperous and numerous than your ancestors. People, that is a promise from Almighty God. That isn't just a man speaking. That is the voice of God. God is interested in restoring our nation. He wants us to get back to the principles of our forefathers who taught us that we are one nation under God. I'm so thankful for our leadership in this country that is trying to restore our relationship with God. Yes, we can get into political discussions. Oh, I like the president or I hate the president, you know, or all these things. I am telling you, no matter what, let's stand for the things of God. And if the president is standing for the things of God and is trying to uh, restore prayer and trying to do things that are right and yet has flaws, let's pray for him. Let's encourage him. Let's not beat our leaders down. So many times we as Christians, we end up beating our leaders down. Folks, I work with representatives of the state every day during this session. For a few minutes, I get to pray with them or talk with them and encourage them. And you know what? They're great people. They're great. We have some great leaders in the state of Idaho. Do you know our speaker, Speaker Bedke? He is really a great leader. I've watched him in action. The man knows how to lead. And his assistant, Moyle, in the Republican side, a great leader. And Representative Rubel in the Democratic side, a great leader. She is a very, very sharp woman. You know, and we have all sorts of great people leading our state. And our Secretary of State, Lawrence Denny, a fine man of God. And McKeon, our Lieutenant Governor, a fine woman of God. Thank the Lord for people that are leading. Instead, we end up doing so much judging because we don't like a point or we don't like a bill or something like that. Folks, Yes, we can vote yes and we can vote no to things. But more than anything else, let's pray for our leaders and and put them under the hand of God. Who can change the way we're going? Of course, God can. You and me can if we would stand up for the things of God at all costs and not shrink in a corner when something comes our way that we don't want to deal with. And it's easy to do because it's stressful. It's stressful to stand up for things sometimes. Some people act like they're ashamed of God. If people ask them when they go to church, they they kind of cower in the corner. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, we're afraid to stand up and say, yes, I go to church. I'm excited to be in church every Sunday. I'm excited to worship the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, to have corporal worship, to be like the church in Acts 2. I'm excited about that. I'm a child of the Almighty King, and my life is about Jesus Christ. And we can share how God has blessed us and how he leads us. See, God wants people to hear his call on their lives, and I like that. And I want God to use each one of us. As much as I love the state of Idaho and pastor one of the finest churches around, I'm, I love the church that I pastor. In my esti- that's in my estimation, of course. But if God would direct me elsewhere, guess what? 
I believe I would say yes. I don't want to be led by convictions, but by God's convictions, not my own. It's hard on me when I hear people say, I want to do God's will, but I will never leave this place. I mean, I needed a youth pastor, and I was trying to find one all over the country. And I was struggling. There was hardly anybody around who wanted to be a youth pastor. And then the then I found some. I went online. I found some churches that were people were looking for youth pastors. And I contacted five or six of them. They're all from out of state. And you know, every one of them that I talked to, I said, "Hey, we got a good church. We can we can help you out. We'll take care of your needs. And we got a, a great opportunity here." Every one of them said, "Well, we don't want to leave our state." None of them said, well, Pastor Tom, we will pray about that and we'll get back with you. I have made it a pledge to God that when somebody asks me about coming to be their pastor, which I've had a number of of calls over the number of years to go elsewhere to preach, I said, I will pray about it. I pray about it for a week. And I said, Lord, show me if you want me to leave Boise, if you want me to leave Cloverdale, if if that's what you want, I am ready to go if you say yes. But I want to pray about it. But it really bothered me that none of these would even pray about it. It really bothered me. But you know what? I think that we've got to put our trust and our faith in God and allow him to lead us. If we choose our own direction or not God's, where are we going to be? I would have never guessed, folks, that I'd been in Boise, Idaho 32 years ago. I start 33 this next uh, two weeks, year 33. And I would never guessed I'd been in the same church. But you know what? I'm thankful. I'm thankful God has led me. And I'm still, even at 64 years old, I'm still open to God's will, whatever it might be. I would have never guessed I'd been on the radio for 11 years. I've never guessed that. Or at the state house, this is my 13th year as chaplain. I would have never guessed that. But God knows. God knows, and he gives us opportunity to say yes or no to him. He is interested in you being authentic. He is not interested in the to you to be a big Christianese talker and talking and taking no action. You know, he wants obedience. He wants people to follow him. And folks, you can do that. Many of you are doing that. In fact, I would guess most of you are. Most of you are listening to Christian Radio. Maybe there's not a one out there that's listening that isn't a believer. But if you're not a believer, today, today, Start believing and believing. The Bible says he who believes in the Lord Jesus Christ will be saved. They will live eternally with him and ask God to forgive you from your sins and to come into your life. Folks, he will direct you and start reading the word of God. Start reading the book of John. Read the book of John. Find out about Jesus' life and then move on to some other books in the New Testament first. And then you can uh, go to the Old Testament. You know, the book of Psalms helped me during a real struggle time when I was dealing with some things uh, a while back, a a number of months ago, that were just wrong, uh, that, you know, when people say things that you have to deal with, it kind of puts you you down and and you have to stand up for your right for truth. You know, the enemy is out there to destroy us, but thank the Lord for the book of Psalms because... Boy, I saw David fight through things. I saw David make it and move forward. See, God wants all of us to make it. And we're all going to go through troubled times. We're going to all go through situational things. But I tell you what, our God is faithful. Our Heavenly Father is faithful. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Lord bless you. I will catch up with you tomorrow. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. 
you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.